Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of Doc and the Hawk in season three, I believe it is now. Um, and we're here. Jinju League is still here. And uh, yeah, how do you feel about uh, yourself entering into this new season, Sal Guy Keith? Yeah, well, just uh, just to say before we start, yeah, no Doc this week. Um, Doc has not been uh, told about this return um to the podcast sadly he will be absolutely raging i'm sure when he hears of this um he's he's on assignment right now yeah um, working on the monkeypox virus oh 100 vaccine maybe i mean i believe he is actually patient zero as well so he's actually a <laughs> test subject uh for that and um yeah so no dog but um for the first time we've got sungai keith uh myself the, vo- the voice of the dog as a guest and uh yeah, well, happy to have you here, and uh, we're going to go over some couple drafts today, go over how people are positioned up uh, for this upcoming season, and uh, yeah, just kind of uh, get back into the swing of things here. Yeah, let's uh, let's see if we can uh, remember how to do this. Um, yeah. So we're just going to, we're going <laughs> to review each other's drafts, uh, well, Doc and your draft, mm-hmm. and, um, and then we'll chat uh, a little bit later about things we learned from week one. Yep. Um, so, so I'll do, I'll do you first if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So first, uh, before the season, there was a trade. That's right. Uh, can you tell us about that trade? Uh, yes. So I think that the ninth position is the worst position, and I think looking at Dale's team, you can worst see team. that it's a, <laughs> it's a tough it's a tough drafting spot. I think yeah. he did all right. Yeah, I think he did all right, but it's a tough drafting spot. Um, so I decided to trade my 11th round pick in my first round and move up to fourth. Nice. Yeah, I think, is this the first time we've ever had like a pre-draft trade? I can't remember doing. I don't think it's, no, I think it happened last year, but it was more like a swap and less of a, you know, there was no incentive. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, well then you were starting the fourth spot then. Um, yeah, fourth overall. And just to uh, remind everyone, if if uh, if you don't remember, Josh Allen went first, uh, Herbert went second, Jonathan Taylor went third, and then you were up at the fourth spot, mm-hmm. and you decided to take Lamar Jackson. Yeah, over the, the legs of yeah. Well, you stole him from me, man. Obviously, as a Ravens <laughs> fan, uh, I was hoping to get him. Yeah. Can you just uh, can you just talk about why you chose Jackson over Mahomes? Actually, when I gamed it out and. Um... In the mocks, I had always taken Jackson because I didn't really assume Mahomes would be there. Yeah. So I just kind of stuck to the plan. Um, also, if you look at Mahomes' game on Thursday, he mm-hmm. should have had three interceptions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like, I, I'm still not as high on Mahomes. He's, mm-hmm. He looks good just for this year. I just think that the Chargers really dropped the ball this week. Ha, so three to speak. Or, three, or, three, or four, <laughs> three, three or four times. Um, and I like the rushing floor of Lamar. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely got that elite rushing ability. Hopefully that team uh, in Baltimore are a little bit healthier this year and uh, Jackson mm-hmm. can kind of return to, to form. Um, he looked good. He threw, he was throwing well. Yeah. Uh, after, I think, the second quarter, um, sort of halfway through the second quarter, the team started to kind of get a bit more of a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, Bateman's still not featured heavily. He made a couple of bad drops in the first uh, half, but yeah. Um, but still, Jackson showed that you know 
uh, he can throw the ball deep pretty damn well. Um, that I think one, that might. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that, that one Devin Duvernay uh, touchdown was kind of like a no-look thing where he kind of held off the safety with his eyes and then just like mm-hmm. threw an absolute dime mm-hmm. um, to Duvernay. That was, that was nice. Yeah, and I think um, he's doing that on purpose. I think he's not running on purpose mm-hmm. to show like I deserve this much money. Yeah. And also, I think without a good running back, hopefully JK comes back this week or, or soon. But without that mm-hmm. good running back, I think it does kind of limit the team's overall rushing upsides. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to things like options, uh, which, you know, JK and, and Lamar were great at running the option, but mm-hmm. he struggled like, with other running backs with that. So hopefully JK Kenyon, comes back. Yeah, Kenyon Drake is terrible. Oh, he's, he's an absolute he's scrum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, keep going then. Uh, next, mm-hmm. we had uh, for your second pick, uh, you went for Jamar Chase. Yeah, normally I'm not a wide receiver in the second round person, mm-hmm. but I, I just I couldn't uh, pass up the value. I think that uh, wide receivers are criminally undervalued in our league. Yeah. And Jamar Chase at the end of the second round is pretty good. Damn right. Um, yeah, so as usual, you know, running backs went off the board quite quickly, along with uh, quarterbacks in our Superflex League. And um, yeah, Jamar Chase, absolutely elite talent. I hate the Bengals, but I cannot deny that guy is pretty damn good at football. Um, He's good, yeah. It's going to be him and Jefferson going like top three wide receivers for the next, what, 10 years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. So and get like, used to seeing them there. It's... um. I just couldn't get excited about the running backs there. There was a big drop off, um, I would say, with after Barkley. Yeah, yeah. Um, So fair enough. I can see why you would pick Chase there. Um, Mm -hmm. But then on the the return back, you sort of doubled down on that strategy. Yeah, you took uh, you took Diggs um, as your third pick. Honestly, if I look at the draft last year, I the person whose draft I actually liked a lot, which but it did turn out the later rounds was the commissioners mm-hmm. because he went the complete opposite way of everybody else. Yeah. And he had a lot of value in the first three rounds or four rounds, I thought. And so he I kind of also sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. He kind of did it again this year. You know, he kind of yeah. went almost zero QB into the fifth rounds. Commissioner mm-hmm. enjoys the the zag when everyone else the is zag. There. Yep. So I kind of was thinking about that this whole before the draft that Okay, if the if there's wide receivers like Adams, Diggs, Chase, uh, Cup, if they're available, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna take them yeah. and not think about it, and I'll pick up a bunch of like RB twos and threes later. And uh, Diggs is amazing, as you saw in week oh, one. So I mean, he's yeah, he I mean he's up there with Chase and Jefferson and Adams, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, first three picks. I mean, I've, I've I love your first three picks. Um, honestly, me personally, I, I enjoy having a good running back, and maybe I would have taken Chubb over Diggs, but it's you know, yeah, it's pretty much a, a coin flip there. Chubb is, yeah, he's going to get a lot of usage, but yeah, he'll have a couple down weeks, I think. And yeah, and Hunt stole a lot of touchdowns, stole two touchdowns from him. He did just, uh, in week one, so yeah, definitely the right play from what we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, Next up, then, we've got your first running back off the board and, and with your fourth pick, Javante Williams. Yeah, I'm surprised Andrew didn't go him. 
and pick the guy who doesn't have one leg. But I mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> we'll get to Andrew Shuttler's draft, I'm sure, perhaps next week. But uh, yeah, spoiler alert, he went acres in, in the fourth round over Keenan Allen and over Javante Williams, over AJ And Brown. over AJ Brown, which I almost picked AJ Brown and went three wide receivers, yeah. no running backs. And part of me actually regrets that and trying to trade for him now. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like Javante Williams. He obviously gets a ton of usage. He caught like 11 passes week one. Um, so yeah, not not bad. Yeah, the passes, the, the receptions last week, that was kind of shocking almost. I mean, yeah, that he was had, what, weird. 10 receptions or something? Yeah. I, I think we're seeing uh, Russ has not quite fully integrated into that offense yet. And he's using a lot of easy passes to running backs mm-hmm. and tight ends so far. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. I mean, you know, he, he was in that Seahawks system for a long time. Um, not easy to, you know, sort of just uh, come out of that after 10 years mm-hmm. and then instantly integrate perfectly with a brand new offense. So, yeah, maybe Javante is going to grab, you know, six, seven passes a, a week and and really help a, those, uh, those numbers. He's, you know, he's a high, he's got some upside. He has high upside. Um, and just kind of had to take a swing there because the next running backs didn't really inspire much trust. Yeah, I mean, you got like say ATN coming off an injury, yeah. Dobbins coming off coming off an injury, Montgomery, Montgomery. coming off a career yeah. of mediocrity. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, I, 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 I like Javante there as, as a kind of big uh-huh. drop off um, player after after him. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And then Justin Fields, man, uh, this is your fifth pick. Perhaps, yeah. uh, again, I'd say this is a high risk, you know, high rewards kind of pick. Yep. He ended last season really well. Mm-hmm. The end of last season, he was scoring 20 points or more a game. Um, right. He has probably rushing upside about five, 600 yards, which you have to like. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I know they're bad, but I think it's uh, for me, the other quarterbacks, I was kind of like, not sold on i'd rather the upside yeah i mean you kind of know what you're gonna get with matt ryan um you or, know, or Winston. Winston, you know i mean who else uh, who went off next mac jones Wentz. you know these are not inspiring quarterbacks no. so i can see why you'd want to just take that upside give it you know give him a shot he played he played all right he came back pretty well last week and they won so give him a shot see how he works yeah, I mean, that game was kind of crazy last week. I, yeah. I don't know how much you can take from that game, you know, playing in a, a monsoon or whatever. So I think in um, clear weather, he's going to be good. He's, he has some rushing. He has, um, he can throw it well. I think, uh, I actually think he's due for a better than expected season. Yeah, and, and the weapons he has around him, man, like having Debo, having Kittle, um, you know, there, there's just some great options there that can help him. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of become a good quarterback so yeah i, I dig your uh, your fifth pick as well six is very interesting yeah clyde edwards aware i'm, I'm I, pretty high on him yeah and, and i think the, the fantasy community in general looking at sort of average draft position we're kind of relatively down on him i mean this is a guy that you know started off his career in like the first round uh yeah, over jonathan over jonathan taylor Right. Um, and then, you know, the kind of people were brought down to reality when it came to uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Not a very powerful back, I've got to say. Every time I watch him play, as soon as there's any contact, he's he's on he's, his ass. He's down. <laughs> but, but he's... he's but, I mean, yes, great, great offense, and he can he can run the ball, he can catch the ball. 
Yeah, he's produced so far two games, thirty-five points. Um, yeah, he was he was featured a lot, especially week one. It seemed like they wanted to get him going. I think his role is going to be probably somewhere in like a scat back where he's catching five to eight passes and he gets you know eight rushes yeah um he's never going to get 20 touches a game i don't um, think he should uh but this he's, yeah he's i think small. he'll break yeah and i think uh as long as he's good with those touches he's fine and this was part of my strategy was just getting like these rb twos and threes and just stacking them up yeah and then just like javante williams can start every week and then just having some other guy to put in there as my RB2 and then being strong in other places. Yeah. Um, well, your next two picks, again, two more running yeah. backs. You've got Jacobs. Just kept going players. with it. Mm-hmm. Jacobs Pollard. Uh, Pollard had 1,100 yards last year. Yeah, amazing. And like one touchdown, that was the only thing. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. but that's going to change. That's yeah. obviously going to go up. That's not real realistic to repeat one touchdown. Um, Jacobs as well, just probably a solid RB three or two. Yeah, I mean, I like him as a, an RB two. Honestly, I think he's a perennially underrated running back. Um, it's weird. I, I even think the, the Raiders even underrate him a little bit with his usage. Um, yeah, because they I don't think, want to pay him. They're yeah, not going to pay him. They don't want to pay him, and yeah, but I think he can definitely. You know, he he runs the ball really well. Um, he can actually catch the ball and and, and yeah. run with it as well. But they don't really use him in that way. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but uh, he'll get like 40 catches this year, probably something like that. It's not mm-hmm. going to be, he'll have one massive game where he catches probably 10 passes and that's a quarter of his work. Yeah. Um, and the Raiders were a little bit disappointing week one, but you know, again, it takes that when you've got like Adams and stuff coming in again. Yeah. We saw a lot of teams kind of come out the gate a little bit rusty, honestly. Yeah. And they were forcing Adams a lot when yeah. they didn't really have to, when they could have run it. Right. Um, and I think this week they're going to – because I think the Cardinals are a bottom five team in the NFL. I think uh, Jacobs is going to run pretty well today. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just do a couple more. We're not going to go through every single one. Yeah, we don't have to um, get to the end. But let's say, uh, let's talk about Jared Judy again. You, you're a, you've got a couple of uh, Denver players in your team. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that pick, um, <laughs> to be honest. But, yeah. But, um, could have could have had Hopkins, uh, could have had Michael Hopkins. Thomas. Yeah, um, looking back, obviously after week one, I probably would have rather had Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, but he burned me last year, so I don't yeah. really want to uh, get him there. Elijah Moore as well looked pretty good. Yeah, um, but I mean Judy. I mean he was the one that got the long Judy touchdown. Yeah, um, had a massive touchdown. I think you know he's. People were so optimistic about him when he came out of college. Um, yeah. And we've not quite seen it materialize yet in the NFL, but maybe, you know, Russ is the one that can kind of uh, make that happen. Yeah, he looked okay. I mean, they're good. there's going to be open players. They have every offensive weapon you could want. They have five tight ends. They got four wide receivers, two running backs, mm-hmm. like, of quality. So they should be better than what they were. Yeah. And then let's do uh, your last, well, not your last pick, but we'll, we'll go yeah. to your 10th pick here with uh, Devin Singletary. Yeah, I'm surprised he lasted that long. Yeah, he played really well in the playoffs uh, for that Bills team. Um, yeah, yeah, down I the stretch. I think, you know, they, they drafted James Cook and maybe people thought, oh, is that, you know, what does that mean for De- Devin Singletary? But yeah. 
Cook did not exactly have an electric uh, first game, so one maybe... touch, one fumble lost. It's just and the he's out. yeah, the the nightmare scenario, right? I feel kind of bad yeah. for that guy. He's he's going to be out for a while. Like uh, I wouldn't expect to see him getting but, a lot of touches. But that's great for you, <laughs> the Singletary yeah. uh, owner. You know, he's uh... yeah. I'm surprised nobody wants him because, again, this was just my strategy was just get a bunch of these running backs that can get you like eight to twelve points every week. Mm-hmm. they're not going to hit they might hit a home run every once in a while but yeah. um that's the sacrifice you have to make if you pick two wide receivers early fair enough okay uh, well yeah solid draft um definitely you know kind of interesting strategy you kind of did a like you said a commish kind of zigging and zagging yeah. um but i think you know you adapted to how the board fell to you and um yeah, I mean, you've always got a competitive team, so it'll be you. And you beat me week one, or you beat the dog week yeah. one. So, uh, yep. I was actually like thinking that if I had picked Mahomes, uh-huh. I would I would have won much earlier because oh had yeah, one hundred monster game, and I've I was sweating it out, and I was like, oh well, maybe I made the wrong choice, but no, I, yeah, your team's obviously very solid. One of the higher scoring teams, uh, week one. Um, always good to get that week one victory. A little bit of fortune, good fortune for you with the Keenan Allen injury, but uh, I think yeah. I guess we can start talking about that now. And and Kamara no injury as well. Yeah. So and let's head over to to Doc's team then. Yep. Uh, but first, a uh, word from our sponsors. Welcome to another year of Tyreek Hill School for Boys. Welcoming our new student, Tua Tagovailoa, studying shapes, colors, and numbers. Hopefully Tyreek doesn't have to discipline him. Tyreek Hill School for Boys. A perfect place to try to survive. Also welcoming Kyler Murray. He's got a contract that says he's an idiot. Who knew? Come on in to Tyreek Hill School for Boys. Where a boy gets beat. So yeah, getting to your draft. Um, yeah, Mahomes first, pretty no-brainer there. There's nobody else to take. Um, yeah, it's um, either going to be Mahomes or Lamar or yeah. Jonathan Taylor. And that's why I kind of liked drafting from five, you know, because I knew yeah. it was either going to be one of those three players, and it was just whatever one kind of fell to me. It took all, obviously a lot, a lot of pressure off that first pick, um, which is quite nice. Yeah, fifth is just you're going to get somebody really good. Like you're gonna get and I'm you're gonna get a top five quarterback if yeah. you want them. And and you're close enough to sort of the middle of the boards where on your second pick there's still gonna be like a pretty early option on the board. Mm-hmm. Um personally yeah, home. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say I was personally hoping for Barkley to come back uh at two, but he kind of go went quite early in our draft. I think everybody was hoping for him to come back at the middle to the end of the second that I was too. Mm-hmm. But he's, I mean, he showed why he could have been a first-round pick after week one. Yeah. Um, well, probably should have been now that we've seen what he can do. 200 yards yeah. in week one. So, um, yeah, that was, he's, Kamish got a steal on him. I believe and, so, uh, too, yeah. 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 So, Mahomes, great pick. I mean, he looks good. Looks like nothing changed. Uh, your next pick, Alvin Kamara, who's now banged yeah. up. And might we, be a 
arrested at some point and put in jail. <laughs> well, um, they, you know, they say that might be next year, though. Yeah, he's been hanging out with Michael Thomas at the Fight Club just a little bit too much, and uh, <laughs> it's clearly affected him a little bit off the field. But um, I think so. On on the field, though, I think Kamara is still one of those like electric running backs. I think now that Drew Brees has retired, he's never going to quite be that like eighty catches guy that he was a few years ago yeah. at the end of Brees's uh, career. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the way he moves when he's got the the ball in his hands, man, it's there's no one else quite like it. Um, he's just got this amazing balance. Um, great speed, great acceleration, great vision. Um, and yes, yeah, you know, as, a, as an RB on my team, I'm pretty happy to have him uh, as my RB1. Yep. Although and, uh, he's uh, he's injured. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't yeah. know that obviously going into the draft. Uh, I don't know if that happened during the first I think game. it or... happened in the game. Right. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I don't see him going back to the, I think he's probably peaked career-wise yeah like he's still solid yeah with, um, with breeze that was definitely his uh his peak i'd say and then I, you went you got a, a good deal here in the third um, yeah. nick chubb and I, I mean he's just been one of my favorite players since he came into the league um mm-hmm. that was the kind of pick that you you make the pick and everyone in the room kind of goes oh you know <laughs> like, he, he, like he was still there i mean yeah, um, he, he got there into the sort of the mid-thirds. Um, everyone would love Chubb on their team. You know, he's just one of those players that everyone respects. Everyone knows what he can do. I think he's, you know, uh, probably one of the best runners in the league. Um, the only downside is, like we said, you know, obviously splitting that backfield with a very good yeah. player. No catching. And, and really like, no catching. Catch yeah. Um, but again, I'd like, say that was an easy pick to make for me yeah. personally. I'm not really because, interested in Debo Samuel, Tyreek uh, Hill. That's a little pricey for me there. Um, give me my second running back and, and one of the better second running backs in the league uh, to have in the yeah. roster. And uh, because you went Mahomes so early, it's easy to pick two running backs there. Didn't have to force anything. Um, Mahomes, you can kind of pair with anybody, any other quarterback, and you'll probably be all right. Yeah. Uh, next up, Keenan Allen, who is sadly, he's out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, just one of those great player, horrible things to see, man. Uh, you know, you've potentially well, he, he was having a huge game. Uh, yeah, I think he got like sixty something yards on four catches, and it was like you know halfway through the second quarter, mm-hmm. and he just pulled up, and you know you could just see immediately it was a hamstring, and. Mm-hmm. And with that, my chances of victory in week one uh, disappearing. And <laughs> a crumble. I mean, he would have needed to have a, a big game, but I think, you know, he probably had a touchdown in him against not the so Yeah, not so big. Yeah. Um, I didn't, my tight end scored zero points. So it, was, it was in the cards that week if he played. Yeah. Uh, but I like him, but he he's going to be out for a bit. Um, yeah, season long, I still love Keenan Allen. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully he just comes back sort of end of September, and uh, he's got a good few days of rest now after that uh-huh. Thursday game. So potentially even week three, if he can come back, that will definitely help my team. Mm-hmm. Um, because without him and without Kamara this week as well, I- I'm already kind of struggling already, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, we're only you know two weeks into the season. So hopefully my team can can uh, can sort of hold out until the return of my two star. Until they come there. back, yeah. 
and then you have uh Scary Terry, one of your one of your um like Josh Jacobs is probably a guy that I always somehow end up with. McLaurin's yeah. the one you always end up with as well in the fifth round. I think I've had him three years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he paid you back. He caught a massive touchdown late in the game after he was looking pretty rough for the most of the game. Yeah. So did you did you watch much of that Washington game? Um, I also have McLaurin in another league, so uh-huh. I I got the alerts. I didn't watch the game. It pretty much was a touchdown drive by Carson Wentz, and then three quarters of horrific play, and then one fourth quarter of playing well again. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about that Washington game, obviously, I've got Wentz, and we'll talk about him in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was obviously watching that game quite closely. Curtis Samuel was the feature player on that offense week one. Yeah, Wentz. That's Wentz. He's bizarre. Um, even he was getting rushing attempts. He's like a mini Debo almost. Um, I think he had five rushing attempts, four or five rushing attempts, and I think eleven targets. Um, they did pay. They did pay him a, a lot of money. McLaurin or uh, Samuel. Samuel last year. Yeah, he paid, didn't play last year, but they paid him right. about like forty million. Yeah. They paid McLaurin big time as well this year, um, too. But yeah, McLaurin, I think he's going to be the kind of deep threat, um, yeah. which I'm happy with. And yeah, I mean, he, McLaurin's just a great overall player. You mm-hmm. can do anything that you need at the wide receiver position. So uh, <laughs> still happy with him. Yep. And then your next, you went somebody that I didn't really rank or think about at all. Uh-huh. To be honest, I, 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 I avo- I'm going to avoid the whole Steelers situation. Um, yeah. Deont- Deontay Johnson. And he's already been like banged up a little bit as well. He had a shoulder injury uh, in the mm-hmm. last preseason game, I think, um, which is uh, you know obviously not great. But and the Steelers, you're right. The Steelers' offense is an absolute shit show, um, absolutely horrendous. But this is a guy that had 170 targets last year, um, mm-hmm. over 100 yeah. receptions, you know, 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns. And I, I, again, this was my most I was most surprised here when I saw him falling like he was because for me, like he's an elite wide receiver again on, on a bad team. Um, but well, just I, a bad quarterback team. Yeah. A bad offense, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, bad offensive line as well. Like there, there's a lot of problems in Pittsburgh on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but I still, you know, I think you can get good value in those kind of players. It's kind of like McLaurin over the past few years as well. Yeah. Um, like, really good players on bad teams can kind of fall a bit in drafts and um yeah i'm quite happy to kind of pick them up if if they're available just on the off chance that the team actually manages to put it together like working in obscurity mm-hmm. like um alan robinson for most of his career exactly um but yeah right, i mean so having you know deontay johnson as a flex play when he just had 1200 yeah. yards and eight touchdowns like i quite like that yeah uh let's keep going here so you got you went two quarterbacks and this is, well, these were some interesting two picks. Yeah, there was um, some negativity around in, these picks, yeah. I remember. You dipped into the well that gets, that burns people every single year. And you mm-hmm. went Carson Wentz in the I seventh did. round over a Tannehill. Um, yeah. I think, over yeah, Tannehill, I guess, over Goff, over so. Mayfields, over Daniel yeah. Jones. Well, you, Daniel Jones, you picked on your next one through. So you went Wentz and Jones. They both won. They both didn't look that bad. 
But yeah. how do you feel as a Wentz owner watching him play football? Uh, super nervous. And yeah. uh, <laughs> you're just waiting for him to do that insanely goofy thing and, you know, throw a pick six or whatever. Yep. Both um, of those quarterbacks, actually. You can't yeah. watch them. You can't watch them and not feel like your stomach churning. Exactly. Um, my plan um, is to just not watch them and to take points. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever points they give me. <laughs> they will give you points, yeah. But Wentz will be – Wentz is like poison, yes. honestly. Um, I thought he was – I've had him on my team before, and he's burnt me. I know he burned Andrew last year. Indeed. Um, um, but, you know, as you can probably tell, you know, those were the only – real quarterbacks yeah. left at this point because quarterbacks were going off the board really quickly and I knew I needed mm-hmm. to get two starting quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, actually I like I like Jones actually this year. Um I don't know how good it'll be. He threw a pick this yeah, week. Yeah, he, um, he had a rough first half. A I would bad say. pick. Yeah. But, but you I, know I like him. Yeah. And I think Wentz, you know, it's only one one week, but that pick is looking pretty smart after one pick uh one week. Yeah. You know after one week looks good. So we'll see. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure there is some stinkers on their way from, from where it's coming up. Um, so we'll and see. And then uh, for your next pick, you went Michael Carter, who I'm, I was big on. I was, I, you know, I'm, I was big Michael. I am a big Michael Carter believer. I think Brees Hall is terrible. I think Steve picking him in the fifth round was just the silliest thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, Steve made up with it with his next pick. Yeah, AJ Dillon. But yeah, Brees yep. Hall is probably not going to start much this this year as a starter. He's going to be in a split backfield with a very good player. And I watch the Jets games because being in New York now, they sure. uh, you can only see the Jets or Giants. You get you know scheduled out of different markets. Right. Um, and Brees Hall just he doesn't seem to be. I mean, he might be good later on in the season, but Michael Carter seems like a much more complete football player. Yeah, I mean, he's just got way more experience playing in the NFL, right? Brees Hall was his first game last week in NFL. Um, you know, it's just a completely different game compared to what you're used to in college. So, yeah, Michael Carter is looking like a nice little value there. He caught a lot of passes again, similar to Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like uh, Flacco's speciality. Yeah, so I'm all down for the Flacco raid um if it means that michael carter gets you know eight receptions a, a week mm-hmm. uh, but then, that, that jets team looks like the worst team in nfl <laughs> yeah. yeah and i but i mean i think the cardinals are not and this is like a, a a bold statement i think the cardinals are not far behind them yeah well, like, I'm i think sure the cardinals are bad we'll talk about that i'm sure in their uh, final section uh, eventually yeah next then, up we'll do your next two picks here yeah, um, just one because I mean the second guy is off my roster now. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sky, uh, yeah, you're, you're Sky Moore gone. Sky Moore's gone. I picked him in the eleventh. Um, that was obviously a, a you know shoot the moon kind of play having Mahomes, um, yeah. as well. But yeah, it just didn't work out. Looks like he needs a, a year or so to get used to that NDB offense. Um, I mean, which that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's why Ceh might be coming in now. It's year three. Apparently, Brian Westbrook had two bad years when Reed was coach of the Eagles, and then he became an all-star player. Right. Your last pick, Kenneth uh, yeah. Walker. Kenneth Walker, yeah. I, I really good. liked him uh, out of college, man. I think he's better than uh, Brees Hall, personally, as a yeah. runner. He didn't really catch the ball good. much, but he's an absolutely electric runner. 
Yeah, I think he's good as well. He just needs to get on the field. Mm-hmm. And they got pet now they're working Penny pretty hard. Penny doesn't look that bad. He shows a lot of burst. Yeah. But we all know what's gonna happen with him eventually. Exactly. Um and I'm just so, hoping yeah. that the Walker kind of comes in there and, and steals the job from under him um when he gets the I, chance. And I think he I could imagine. I think yeah. he could. I imagine that's gonna take place in about week seven or eight though. Which is fine. Like I mean, more, that's when yeah. bye weeks start coming in and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm I'm fine with waiting. Having Chubb and Kamar, who I thought were both healthy, you know, I mm-hmm. sort of assumed, oh, Kenneth Walker, I won't need him for you know ages. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm hoping for a kind of Nick Chubb uh, style first season for Walker, like doing all, almost uh, nothing for six weeks and then just kind of exploding onto the scene. Um, okay. So, so if you drafted Kenneth Walker, definitely keep hold of him until uh, we see what happens. Um, but overall, I, I think you had a good draft. Just uh, the injury bug has set in. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's you got to shake it off and keep going but um that's that's the tough part but the beginning of the draft up until Deontay Johnson is a formidable team yeah if they're healthy um like yeah. you said we'll, we'll see what happens with with health but uh yeah potentially a good team if they can stay healthy and if they um, can get get it together you know if, if Walker blows up or if Carter keeps doing what he's doing um mm-hmm. if Washington's first week is is a true representation of what that <laughs> offense can be fingers crossed then uh, we'll see yeah just don't watch the game yeah indeed just don't watch Wentz um, or Jones play football <laughs> so we went over our two drafts and uh now we're gonna just take a quick look at week one and I think that might be it for us today yeah um, just a few like kind of lessons learned from from week one lessons learned that injuries are no joke Her, even <laughs> Herbert is out now um well I got I got a decent one and I want to do it before you do it Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, it is the return of the true king in Saquon Barkley. Yeah, um, he's the best. The He's the best running back in the league now. Thankfully, we can see it again. Uh, yeah. This bullshit, you know, King Henry era is no. finally over. And yeah. we've actually got like a truly elite player um, that we can call the greatest running back in the league. So yeah, and it, it's just so fun to watch him play. He's so much more fun. He looks like great. And looking at the schedule, touch wood, because, you know, don't know what can happen. The Giants have a chance to go 4-0 and right yeah. out the gate. Yeah. Um, and if they do, because of Barkley, then you'll probably be hearing, you know, Offensive Player of the Year calls for him. Yeah. Potentially, uh, potentially it, even MVP shows, even though that will never yeah, happen. Yeah, that will never happen. That, that'll never, but it, he looks good. People like are really, everybody was right. You know, this was going to, hopefully he keeps it going. He yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the thing is just health, right? It's just, I pray that he just stays healthy. Um, I think his usage, though, was a bit more, you know, they kept it a bit more spread out. It's like throw him a couple swings. You know, don't get them like killed up the middle, just running into a wall of people. Exactly. They were, um, they were running about wide um, quite yeah. a lot, which is where he wants to be. Um, he can avoid unnecessary contact. A couple of times that you can just run out of bounds instead of getting, you know, big hits. So, um, 
yeah, yeah. it looks good. Dayballs, man. That that's uh that's a team on the up and up, and it's nice to see yeah. the Giants have just had terrible coaching and terrible offensive lanes for for years. Yeah, and then what I noticed is just I'll just do one quick one. Um yeah, the uh the uh Packers do not have wide receivers, and that team is gonna struggle if they're not running the ball. Yeah, that was a scary week one. And and we've seen this already from uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the past, just really struggling with the first yeah. game. And but it he, has been they, – they turn it on, but I don't know this year. It feels different. I think Adams is the kind of player that you can really sort of channel an offense through and not mm-hmm. having him there and just having a bunch of young, young players and the ghost of Randall Cobb. I mean, that's, that's rough. Um, yeah, they're dropping touchdowns. But they can win, but I think that Aaron Rodgers will not throw more than 30 touchdowns this year. Yeah, I can, I can see that happening. Um, um, back to his sort of like a maybe 26 and 26 and seven interceptions. That's what I say. 26 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, they're, like you said, they're going to have to really rely on those two backs who are both mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, great. So I think against, whole like, change. Yeah, against more mediocre teams, I think that Packers team can definitely win. And the Vikings, you know, they might be one of the better teams in the NFC now. So they look great, yeah. Um, and I think that's yeah, something that uh another reason why the Packers probably won't win that division. But uh they they'll probably make the playoffs. The NFC is pretty weak. Yeah, uh still potentially a playoff team, like you said. So mm-hmm. my other All lesson right. is mm-hmm. my last lesson we'll do real quick. Um yep. Coach Belichick and Brady going to retire together at the end of this year. Yeah, I think they're both done. I think like I think Brady, you can see it. He's kind of like not into it, and Belichick is just realizing that every year extra he goes without Brady, he's hurting his legacy. Yeah, and I mean that team is with Patriots. They're bad. God awful. He's probably the worst drafter of talent in the past ten to fifteen years. Yeah. I mean that was a uh, that was a playoff team last year. You remember that? Yeah. They were in the wild card yeah. game against the Bills and got absolutely destroyed. They got wrecked. They're not he's building teams like he thinks it's, you know, 1986. Um yeah. and it's just not. He has, there's no there's no skill position players that you think, oh, this guy's like really good. Right. And uh what one of my favorite clips from the the draft season was McVeigh when they reacted to uh the Patriots' like first it. pick, and they were like, "Holy shit! We Who thought is? that guy was going to be available in the third. Yeah, we thought that guy was going to be an undrafted free agent. Yeah, um, um, so that, that was classic. And as a side note, there, I also said Cliff Kingsbury and Mike McCarthy are going to get the boot as well. Uh, the yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's gonna that's already done because Dak's hurt. So Dak's hurt, yeah. and and the yeah. Cardinals, like we kind of alluded to, they may yeah. be absolutely they stink. terrible as well. I, I think. I think uh, Hopkins is kind of like a, a plaster, uh, uh, a band-aid yeah. for that team. Mm-hmm. And his eliteness can kind of make up for a lot of mediocrity on that team. So hopefully they get a better coach. And I think, didn't someone say they extended the coach or something insane? They they extended him, yeah. I think he has an extension. I mean, I have no idea why. <laughs> he's been terrible, man. Yeah, um, he's I, not good. I think he's kind of limited uh, Kyler Murray's growth a lot, so... Hopefully he gets booted and Kyler can kind of improve um, mm. in, in the future. All right. Well, that pretty much does it, I think, man. 
Yeah, I think that's it for our first one. We just, uh, yeah, we're trying to get back on our feet here and uh, hopefully make this a weekly thing. See if the doc comes back next week. Oh, he'll be, we can, he'll be raging. See if, see if we can dredge up Andrew Shuttler from whatever hole in the wall dive bar he's laying in and yep. uh, try to ring him out and sober him up and get him on the show. Yeah, and then after that, you know, hopefully get other uh, people on the show as well. Commission, everyone's more than welcome to do it. We're Obviously, we're doing this online, as you can probably hear from the uh, yeah. slightly reduced oh, yeah. sound quality. But, um, mm-hmm. but it's still nice to, uh, you know, to get the show back on. And uh, honestly, for the first time, being a guest as uh, as my real self instead of a fictional yeah. doctor has, has been quite nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, yep, keep on going deeper. <laughs>